fun storming the castle. Think it'll work? <laughs> What's up, everyone? This is Riley Madison, and you are listening to Sunset Flip Radio. What a week of professional wrestling, ladies and gentlemen, and we are your number one podcast to get all that information and so much more. Yes, welcome back to Sunset Flip Radio. As always, I'm your co-host, the million-dollar father, Mr. Thomas Lucy, joined with the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. Hey. So today is really funny. I started my leave from work. I got 12 weeks off from the state uh, for bonding time with my daughter, and she's actually sitting in the studio, surrounded by wrestling buddies, on the couch, watching Miss Rachel on a very low volume. I think the... And she has a bottle, just in case, but... I think what we should do is a picture that I have that I took of her with the buddies. I that think should that's be the, the, the thing. Yep, yes, that would be the thumbnail for our Instagram, which you should be following us already on, and also on Facebook. Um, so... What does that mean for us now? So I'm home for 12 weeks. That doesn't mean I've, I mean that means obviously you're still going to be coming out with brand new episodes every week. But the cool thing about this is to match Alex's days off, we're going to be dropping more episodes in the afternoon. I I assume, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Try to keep this kind of flow. Try going. to keep it going. You know, just keep my daughter zoned in on Miss Rachel. If you hear a uh, squeal once in a while or a little noise, that's just her maybe having or fussing a little bit. Or she also wants to uh, insert her input for uh, yes, Clash at the Castle and everything. She could be, be, yeah. She, today. you know what? She has and been watching wrestling with me, so releases. I can definitely say, yeah. You know, we were gonna start the show. We could have started the show a totally. Like three different ways. We could have talked about Raw and SmackDown and WWE Clash of the Castle, which is a Saturday, which is what we normally start the show with. Or we can talk about AEW and and how you know this is this is their WrestleMania, right? This is their WrestleMania this weekend, and I I I can clearly say after watching last night's Dynamite, I feel like they're trying too hard with trying to get CM Punk over in Chicago. Did you watch any of this? Um, uh, I caught like two seconds of it because I was so, flipping through the okay. channels last so, so here's the Cliff Notes version. So CM Punk loses the title last week, right? We all know that. Whatever. John Moxie champion. And what John Moxie does, he opens up Dynamite and he basically puts a blank contract out in the middle of the ring saying... Anyone that wants to come in and challenge me, here's the contract, whatever it is, what it is. Which, I'm going to stop you right there, because I, I, I know what the result is. Yeah. We're getting there. That, in theory, sounds, like, really intriguing. Like, oh, anything could happen. Yeah. Right? It sounds like anybody could come. Anybody new, anybody... Yeah. You know, to me, some people that said... That would be a great uh, time for a debut if yeah. we were debuting. Anyway. Some people were saying, this is screaming MJF. I don't think so. I knew that kind of leading into it. And then this random guy with an AEW badge takes the contract and runs back up the rank up the ramp. Mm. And then CM Punk comes out at 855 because I asked Christine what time it was. And normally around the top of the hours when they do the big things, you know what I mean? They still do that in WWE. But I mean, 855 Punk comes out and he just basically, you know, he's given the whole the BS 
Did you see the guy holding up the baby? Yes. <laughs> that was hilarious. It's hysterical. It, it, he's given the whole BS. I don't know if I have it in me anymore. I don't know if I can do this anymore. Speech. You know, I'm beat up. I got 16 screws in my ankle. And then all of a sudden, this guy that come, that guy that's picked up the contract, turns out to be the guy that trained Punk. So basically, he like got in his face and hyped him up to wrestle Moxley, and then Punk all of a sudden has like this 180 degree turn. He's like, "Oh yeah, I can do it." In but one, like in one week, yeah, from the squash that was, I believe, three minutes. To yes, this we, in were, a week? we were we were live oh, streaming. Yeah, we were, yeah we were live streaming while recording an episode. But what the hell? Like what? That's something. If you were going to do it, you play over like maybe a month. Then Tell me this isn't two. WCW booking. It's two thousand one, <laughs> February. Uh, this is of this is WCW booking all over again. Now the Not thing that bothers me, yeah, yeah. The thing that bothers me is CM Punk does not need any help getting over in Chicago because he's already like a god to everybody there. Yes. Yes, when Moxley came out, he was getting some cheers, but obviously not as much as CM Punk. But I just don't understand the amount of strength and the amount of trying that the a- that AEW is trying to do with CM Punk and getting him over. He is clearly washed up. He is clearly not a shell. He's a shell of what he used to be. Right now, to me, he's more of a name to sell t-shirts and tickets rather than to be a professional wrestler in your company. Especially, branching off of this now, some news that came out that there's five... There's five... I know, honey. Well said. I know. (laughs) There's five wrestlers... That have either granted their release or they plan on granting their release from AEW. And the top of that list is Aleister Black. Who are the other ones? A.K.A. Malachi Black. There's no speculation about the other four. But now if we try to speculate who it could be. If you think of wrestlers that left... FTR? No. I don't think it's them. Because... What are they... We'll get there. But they have something going on backstage too. They well, got, there's so much controversy the, the because they're not, they're not in the game. video game, but yeah. they're apparently they're downloadable characters, which I don't understand why you would do in the first place because they're the top tag team in your fucking company. And it's, they're it's a and money grab at the end of the day. It's a money grab. It it's all it is. But I mean, to be honest, if I really had to pick another wrestler or so that I can say would be granting the release in my opinion besides Malachi Black. Now, you have to look at we have to look at all the wrestlers that left WWE in sour terms when Vince was still in charge and when Triple H was kind of out with an injury. So Malachi Black is one of them. Andrade is another guy. Yeah, He's been kind of floundering in AEW for so long. He was used as a pin cushion for the infamous Cody Rhodes uh, fire table spot. <laughs> And he's really had nothing going on for him. Yeah. Nothing at all. But do we want to go? So now, okay, now we, everybody left WWE, went to AEW. Now, do we want to take everybody back and then have the same problems that you had before? Well, the problem is, I think that there's only certain wrestlers that Triple H has his eyes on. Apparently, at the next Monday Night Raw, which I don't know if it's in Missouri or not, spoiler but. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. You Bron- can pause it now and, and skip ahead 30, 40 seconds. 40 seconds. But, spoiler alert, Braun Strowman is coming back. He is. Um, they taped. Oh yeah, because they're coming back. I believe that he is signed with the WWE to come back at Raw in Missouri, which I want to say is this week after Clash at the Castle. So Braun Strowman is already back. So right there, you have Braun Strowman back, which which means that Triple H seen. Something. Now, like, here's the thing with Braun Strowman. Everyone gave him shit because you know he didn't. He start his own promotion. So what's, what's he that? did? He was. <laughs> they're, they're supposed to be at Starland Ballroom on November fifth. 
control your narrative, right? So yeah, that was him and EC3. Him so and EC3. I mean, he can obviously branch out of that. I mean, if he created something, if you look at the money signs at the end of the rainbow, obviously oh, yeah. WWE is something more better for him. But, you know, the thing with Braun Strowman is, yeah, he got so much shit, but what happened was he got pushed to be a world champion when Roman Reigns didn't want to participate against Goldberg at COVID mania. Cool. So he was pushed into the spotlight. He had a weird, really, really awkward, weird feud with Bray Wyatt, which caused them to turn heel a little bit with Alexa Bliss and all this stuff. And then he had a stupid, stupid, stupid storyline with Shane McMahon where he was viewed as a bully. Yeah, and then literally called stupid. Yes. That was the, that was the running theme. He was called stu stupid multiple times. So, Braun Strowman coming back to WWE, what does this mean? Does this mean that he's part of a stable that's coming back? Does this mean that he's part of something missing that's coming back? I don't know what it could be. What do you think of... Braun Strowman coming back. Um, I'm indifferent about it because it's like, all right, he was gone. We don't miss him on our TV. Do we miss a big man like that right now? I don't really think so. I mean, you can chime in and tell me. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, as far as him coming back, wh what's wh where is he going to fit? Where are we fitting these pieces of these puzzles? Uh, and I think that he can fit the program. I mean, I, I just don't know on what. I mean, you can't overload Raw right now. No, you really can't. And I, and and they have him coming back to Raw, just because I feel like SmackDown's gonna get legato soon. Yeah. So right there is four, four superstars, um, you know, three men and tag and, and one woman coming in. Yeah. So you have a tag team, a woman in in the women's division, which is something that you need. Yeah. And then you have legato. See, that's why I don't. Or think, you have um. I don't think Andrade Santos. fits into this because it's like you got Santos. He's so good though. I know. I mean, yeah. And then the link there is Charlotte. That's yeah, the that's, saving that's, grace there. Now Charlotte that does you get. You can almost put money on that. I'm sorry to cut yeah. you off. No, it's fine. I'm saying Charlotte's a SmackDown superstar. That means Andrade's going with her. Which is when? First of all, when's she coming back? I don't know. They they might have something planned for her, because I mean, I, I really like what they're doing with Shayna Baszler. Because in my opinion, Shane they're building I, her back up. Again. I think Shayna Baszler can be a champion. Yeah. I'm sorry, again she she was just butchered and botched in any way that Triple H didn't have his creative control with her. Well, that's everybody else getting the line. You know, yeah, gets I mean back. it's just we're starting to see the old guard of NXT a little bit. Right. And which is good because that was must-watch television. Mm. It really was. What did you feel about this? I didn't watch it, and I felt really bad because I, t I didn't watch NXT because I was watching ER because I've been watching ER on Hulu. Like, like the show. Of ER. Oh yeah, dude. With ER. George Clooney, nineteen ninety-seven. Fuck ER? yeah, man. George Clooney was the Caesar best. Caesar haircut. Yeah. You know they he how short he is. They have to put like when he was doing like surgery stuff. They have to he has to stand on stuff. George he Cody was that a short? shorter man. Really? That's like Bruce Springsteen. Apparently, Bruce Springsteen's like 5'2". Yeah, he's all denim jean. Right, honey? Yep. Oh, good. She has yeah, Hulk Hogan in a headlock right headlock, now. As she should. Yeah. So, well, I'll tell you the story of Hulk Hogan the, when you get older. <laughs> with the big boss man yeah. as her tag team partner. So. With a Confederate flag. On. <laughs> I, you know what's really funny? I noticed that the other day. I'm You're looking like, at these whoa. toys. I'm like, man, there's a Confederate flag on big boss man's outfit. You can tell this has been in 1991, Tonka. Good Tonka. job. So, I mean, there's so much going on. Right. AEW is all out this weekend. And again, like, there's no big buildup. Like, I mean, 
do I really want to watch? The only reason why I would buy this is to see who the Joker is in the in the battle royal in the casino ladder match. Is it gonna matter though? Because did the last few Jokers matter? Well, one of them was Brian Cage, and he won. Okay. Um, Ethan Page, I believe, was one. Not both people not doing anything. Well, yeah. Now did you see fucking W Morrissey. Yeah. Yep, I seen that uh, yesterday online that um, uh, Stokely gave him his business card. And, um, you know, I guess now they might be doing business, something to think about. Of course, they're going to let you think about it. So we'll see where that goes. No, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with not just W. Morrissey, but the guy that Stokely Halloway gave his card to, Gun Club, Ethan Page, yeah, Jade. Anybody kind of takes advantage of that so the beauty of uh trick editing um we had to stop because adriana went poo poo and uh <laughs> she's looking at me like you did this yeah and uh and we changed outfits so now she's wearing her adriana 316 onesie just to fit to the theme of today's episode of professional wrestling so thank you honey um no i mean i just watching and like looking at the card for aw all out I mean, there's just some matches that I feel like they just threw together. There's like 14 or 15 matches total, and a few of them could have been just avoided, in my opinion. You know, like, I mean, Hook is defending the the FTW title against one of the guys in Jericho Appreciation Society. Yeah. No buildup, nothing like that. Uh, Eddie Kingston's wrestling Ishii in a rematch from a NJPW show on the pre-show. Again, Apparently yeah, four... they squashed the beef between him and uh, Sammy. Yeah. Apparently he kicked the crap out of him, which is pretty funny. No, he way. punched him right in the face because Guevara so called him a shit. fat piece of shit. Oh, I just thought that was just, you know, no. Mm. But um, the, now this is the thing that 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 I really don't understand. So the pre-shows from seven to eight, and there's four matches. Say if each match is Jeez. nine minutes, that's thirty-six minutes of wrestling. See the well, thing. Well, the longest one you're gonna get is the one with the. Uh, the Casino Royale battle, whatever, right? No, that's not even... Um, that's part of the main event, the Casino Ladder match. Yeah. You have Kip Sabian against oh, uh, Neville yeah. for that title. And then you have, uh, like we said, Hook against um, one of the guys in Jericho Appreciation Society. You have Ishii against Kingston. There's one more match. But, I mean... That's a match on the card. Yeah. There's four matches on this card. And what I don't understand is... Like the thing that the thing that WWE does, which makes them different than everybody else, I think, and makes them stand out, is their marketing and video packaging. Mm-hmm. Like you the know, video packages are, are number one. Like yeah, I know we've all seen them, and you know yeah, it's like the My Way package from what was that one of the WrestleManias way back when mm-hmm. with Limp Bizkit in it. That's probably or like the best even the video packages of like hand me her bottle. Oh yeah, sure. You know, you know the video packages of like even like the ones that had like you know, um, just like any grudge from, from um, WrestleMania or whatever it was, Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns. Oh yeah, anything and I mean, noted. Yeah, but like the WWE, yeah, they replayed them during the pre-show and the main event, but they put them in the pre-show because to get you hooked about what's coming on. Right. And AEW is just gonna put matches on them with no build-up. Right, and maybe you know. With the hopes of if you didn't already buy the pay-per-view or whatever at the time, mm-hmm. you wanted to then get it. And that's yeah. what it is. It's a hype video to try to sell 
what they didn't already sell and get a little bit more. That's what it is. Yep. So marketing ploy. I mean, are we going to sit here and predict the AEW, you know, all out pay per view? No. Um, <laughs> no. Just because, the, you know, we haven't been paying that much attention to it, and should we? I mean, yeah, we can pay attention to stuff in wrestling because wrestling's such a broad topic. But I mean. If it's not getting our attention, there's a good reason why. And I think that the reason why AEW hasn't been getting our attention is just because there's so much stuff going on and there's so many people that they're forgetting about, like Adam Cole and those guys, the Fish and O'Reilly, Andrade, Black, House of Black, the entire, all this stuff they've been building up. And you know what? Apparently, this, has, this all started when Cody Rhodes left. And you know what? If Cody Rhodes started the, you know, if her plan follow the leader and you're following Cody Rhodes to WWE. Cody looks like the smartest man on the planet. He does. You know what I mean? I mean, the biggest like chess piece. Yeah. Right look, there. Look why he left. There was nothing else for him to do in AEW. See, that's the problem. That's the problem. I mean, CM Punk, he doesn't have to go to WWE because the only thing that he has to do now is retire. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. And not that he would anyway. And yeah. to be honest, don't come on my television. Well, yeah. that sounds weird. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> like, you here, know I mean. like here's a good oh. example. Hey. You know, you know your kids, pillars. Right. Your pillars. You have uh. Hangman, Jungle Boy, Guevara, and MJF. Honestly, what's the highest you see Jungle Boy doing right now? Right now, he's in a feud with Christian Cage. Do you see him being a world heavyweight champion? Well, I think that he peaked then. <laughs> I think no. I think that Jungle Boy is never going to be a world heavyweight champion no. with the way that Tony Khan. Could you imagine the main event for the AEW championship is Jungle Boy versus Adam Cole? It's the two shortest people in the world. Yeah, it's just, you know, I mean, I would say the one that has the most upside, I mean, it's Hangman and, and MJF. You know, this whole MJF angle. The company's based around those two yeah i mean they're, they're really playing it well because it's like is mjf really serious or is he really trying to go to wwe or is he really coming back this weekend yeah so i mean there's so many questions left unsaid do you think he'll show up on the pay-per-view i uh, oh. do for, i think for you that, to have some doubt right there do i think outright? that do it's i crazy. think that he's the joker in the ladder match see i don't i don't think so I don't think that he would come back in that kind of way. MJF needs a heater. He needs. He needs to come behind. back. He needs to come back. I mean, obviously, it costs Punk the title. That mm-hmm. would be the smartest thing to do. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he we can just jump right into it. He doesn't. Yeah, have to we start just from the we just came from a Punk MJF feud, which resulted in a dog collar match. So I mean, do I want to see MJF come back this week? Yes, but in a way that it doesn't. Something make him look stupid. You know what I mean? Make sense, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, we we want it to make sense. So because if it makes sense, it should ultimately make dollars. Right? It does. How do you feel about the new women's tag team champions? Where did that come from? With like, Raquel and Aaliyah. Like I, apparently I, they're trying to make Raquel a really big star, and this is probably. But did the, they have to do it that start. way though? There well, could have been plenty of other ways. Well, to but do a that. cheesy roll up over Dakota Kai. Yeah, the when she wasn't the legal woman. Yes. I. How I mean, I feel, my answer to how I feel about it, it's trash. I mean, Aaliyah, Aaliyah is just the, there to the, be there. Yeah, the the people in the tournament, other than the, the women on the Raw side who are in a feud right now, mm-hmm. technically, nobody else deserved to have that. I didn't think the rest of the field was even qualified enough for it. Other than with the exception of the, of the women from NXT, because like, I didn't know where that was going. Apparently the call up got put on hold because Gigi Dolan got she's hurt. 
they weren't the original plans to win it, but I mean that probably helped. I mean that would have helped her. That would have yeah. helped them gain more attention. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? But yep. I I don't think it's going to become what it what it once was. I think we're going to see it defended more on NXT. Also, I think Triple H's big thing right now well, is well, you're going to defend it on NXT, but then also have the NXT. Yeah, I think I think you can do that. Because I remember, I remember you combine them. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna combine them like what NXT UK and NXT is doing with everything right now. But uh, I mean, yeah. like Worlds I, Collide is also yeah. this weekend too. It is. I mean, I think that we can see um, maybe Raquel and Aaliyah showing up in NXT, maybe doing a match against their NXT uh, tag team titles. Yeah, that would be chance fun. And, yeah, you know, but, chance and uh, Kane and Carter. Yeah, but I mean. I think what Triple H is doing, I mean, I think he's trying to make Raquel a star. That's the first thing that he's doing. And I mean, you know, we always say, you know, to, to make people stars in this company, they have to have some kind of title first. So, I mean, there's, there, there is no, uh, as my daughter's getting excited. Yeah. She's got a lot to say. There, there is no, um, mid card women's title. So, I mean, the only thing that, which is like, how come there's not? You know, like. Do you really think there there's need to be one though? <clears throat> to be honest, mm-hmm. yeah, there's got to be. There's always got to be. There's there's always a middle, right? And I think they benefit from having that. Um, that middle championship would be also defended. You have your your Raw and your SmackDown, but the uh, mid card championship, as you will, should be defended on all the brands. That way, you know, you have your champions who run the shows, and then everybody else floats instead of having the champ. I mean, I, I think that makes it the there's more people in the playing field if you do it that way instead of introducing two more titles for two more shows. Then it's just clutter. Because then, are you really champions? Or when you keep throwing belts around, you know, same thing can be said about AEW. Who's there's, really a champion? There's a lot of belts. What in makes the trios championship uh, title holders better than the regular AW World Champion uh, Tag Team Champions? I mean, what's I th- the I th- one guy? Hmm. That's my point. Think about that. Let that sit. The whole point of the trios, I think, is just to it's get for more airtime. Yeah, that's all it is. More yeah, airtime. I believe time, they did that in Impact, more but air, Impact, nobody's getting on TV. Exactly. I mean, like you know, this is good for people like the Dark Order. People like um, yeah, with twelve members in it, <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah, I don't, I don't even think there's twelve anymore. But no, this is this is good for people on Dark Order to get more attention, to get more yeah. time on television. You know what I mean? Like just to get, just to get the product across. I mean, this this could this could turn into the trios title can can really turn into what the women's tag team title was, which was just getting people on television. Yeah, that's very true. I, I can't argue that point. Uh, totally right. I mean. Getting all these people on TV. Do you need an extra hour? Do you, what do you need to do to get more people on? And Adriana couldn't agree with you. I know. She's, she's totally right. She's getting she's not. She doesn't like the trios tag t- championship. No, she doesn't. I agree. And nor do I. She doesn't like the trios tag team title. That's perfectly fine. I mean, obviously, the trios tag team title was to bring in names like Will Ospreay and, you know, all these people to, to, to AEW. Right. To, to potentially... Set then, something up with somebody. Yeah, and Osprey's done. Apparently, I've seen that tweet like in AEW for a while. He thanked Tony Khan, and then on the way out, of course, kept going with uh, 
um, Kenny Omega. So keeping that. Well, he attacked Omega going. last night. Yeah. After, um, after Dynamite was over. Him. Yep. That's fine. I mean, Os- when I was watching Osprey in the ring, I'm like, this guy's really good. Yeah, he's very fluid, but I don't know. Not your cup of tea. Not my cup of tea. I, I just think I think I, I might have said it last week. I just think he's just a doucher. But maybe that's the per- what he portrays. Like maybe that's the character. Yeah. Well, unquestionable. He's he's, so, he's very very good. Just he's very not good. My kind of thing. That's all. As my daughter gets excited, Clash at the Castle this weekend. Oh yeah, I hope um, there's a dragon on the set. There is. There is. I'm asking you. Is oh there? no, I don't. Oh. I hope so. I thought I thought you had like that insider information on that. Oh because... my god, no! I've been trying to find it, but no, oh. no, no set buildup or whatever. Okay, well, I know, honey, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We're gonna I, we want to break this down the right way. So, I mean, oh, they said uh, Solo Soko is going to be joining SmackDown as soon as possible. That okay, so that makes sense. Well, there. That's a piece of the, the bloodline. Well, yeah, of course, but that could be how Roman retains if they don't that's, go the Drew angle. That's I know, a I know huge we're the, uh, statement, Karrion Cross angle. Yeah, that's a huge statement for 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 Solo Sequoia, and that's a big spot. Big spot, man. You're going in. You're going in a different country, basically against the god of that country, and you're going to interfere mm-hmm. in that Drew McIntyre match. They gotta have big plans for the bloodline then, if that's the case. Bigger plans, which which also means that there's Roman retains. And we so keep it so going. there's there's so many different things going on with this match. You can add Solo Sequoia to the mix. You have to involve Karrion Cross. You have to involve Austin Theory. Yes, he's Austin Theory now, and you have to involve the fact that Drew McIntyre is wrestling on his home soil against Roman Reigns over two years as world champion, seven hundred thirty days more than that now. That's great. I said last week that this was really hard to book Drew to lose. And in a week span, when I read or when you saw what happened on SmackDown, and I read the spoilers for this week's SmackDown because it's taped that. Yeah, the SmackDown. This is what I was just talking yeah. about. I just showed a meme about uh, what happens when everybody in control your narrative leaves. It's just, and it's just you. It's just you in the middle of stands with nobody. Yeah, EC3. I hope those checks are really big for him. I don't think he's getting a big part of the gate there. Um, It's so hard for me not to pick against Drew McIntyre. I'm going to stick to my guns, man. I think Drew's going to do it. I think that he's going to win. I think he's going to beat Roman. It's funny because... They keep showing video packages and they're playing Broken Dreams. Yes. It's funny because the Usos don't have a match. Bless you. Bless you. Bless Bless you, honey. So... So the Usos don't have a match at Clash at the Castle. So yeah, obviously, that's, that's crazy. I mean, they're I mean, going to they, be they on the show. They were never built up for an opponent. No, they don't. Yet. They don't have a match I mean, against they, anybody. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, think, I think we're getting to a Sammy versus uh, Sammy and KO versus the Usos. That's what you think it's going to be? Oh yeah, probably Survivor Series. That'd be nice. It'd be amazing. But I mean, again, it won't be for any belt because it's brand versus brand. I mean, I think uh, Sammy. Well, I remember there. Oh, Sammy's on SmackDown. Yeah. yeah, it's a whole. It's it's weird. But then, are they doing the draft? I heard it got pushed back. I heard they're not doing it. Like, I, 
do just they really even to. need to do the draft? Can we just get we back? Just drop it? Can we just get back to? You just... can keep the two brands, yeah. but then just go. In yeah, between. I mean, yeah. Well, I guess then, then how is everybody just on there and they don't want to just show up on Raw? Like that's so the it, thing. It's like, weird. You can have people on brands, but yet still have people cross shows. Yeah. Because when they cross shows, remember it was like, oh, we're gonna do it two times a month, special way, and then they just drop that. Now it's just whenever they well, want to show up. Yeah, they just kept changing everything. Let's just keep it like that. The same way when everybody went to commercial, they would stop wrestling. Yeah, and, and you know it's like also, you know, when Seth Rollins is now Seth Rollins now, there's no more freaking Thank Matt God. Riddle's now Matt Riddle and Theory's now Austin Theory. But the WWE can just cover that up by calling them the the new names and not saying anything about why they did it. Yep. So the same thing can be used for this situation. The WWE does not need to go into detail and say, this is why we don't have a draft. We can just have the people show up on different shows and it's perfectly fine. Like, nothing ever happened. They don't need an explanation for everything. No. Because I think the fans are smart to know that... Wrestling fans need to know that different wrestlers can be on different shows to to promote future matches. Look at they N- need to Look be. at NXT. Yeah. You have Ricochet going against Carmelo Hayes this weekend. Ooh, that's going to be... That's going to be a banger. <laughs> that's a main event. But then you have Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. challenging for the NXT tag team titles. You have Ciampa coming on the show. You had Balor on the show. You had Sonya Deville on the show. Rhea you had Rhea Ripley. Ripley on the show. Right? You're cross-branding into your NXT. Now, they're doing that just to get more viewers for the day because that day they're going up against All right, Out, all which is NXT perfectly fine. Talent, of course, yeah, right? and, it's, and it's all former NXT people, which, so is, which him, is smart. let them be. You know? Let them go. You know, that that's the beauty of putting people in different shows. But, I mean, the WWE doesn't need an explanation for that. Yeah. Triple H, I think, is just doing that just to get the attention on the product, yep. which is perfectly fine. So, the I, I can't go against Drew. I can't. I, fair, I've talked. I, I've I've given a lot of detail on why I think it's time for Drew. I think the pomp and circumstance behind it. I think that they put a lot into building up his character again after yeah. he, after he kind of flat. I'm not going to use the word flatline, but he kind of he had a, a, a he wacky kind of six to eight month coasted, period, almost a year. He kind of coasted through his whole WrestleMania feud with Corbin. And then he had that wacky feud with Zayn for a little bit, but I mean. I think that they're building him up back to his dominant character. I mean, after him and, you know, Seamus beat the shit out of each other for a couple months, you know, it's back for the top for him. Because, honestly, there's nowhere else you can put him. The only place I can see him go is maybe an intercontinental feud with with Gunther. But, I mean, everybody knows that Drew's better than that. Everybody knows that, you know, the formidable opponent in Drew should easily beat Gunther in that opinion. Then you're going to bury Drew and put Gunther over? Right. It's hard. You got to put Drew in this category, and I think that behind all the glitz and the glamour, and behind what they're trying to do, having it in Scotland, it was meant for him. Yeah. But there's the ultimate swerve. Now, is your prediction going to come with the ultimate swerve, or what are you thinking? You love so, Roman. Oh, I do. You 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 have to have a huge story about how Roman loses the belt. We've been trying to book it for a very long time. Two years now, and almost two years. You know, I don't see it possible other he, than other than McIntyre. So <clears throat> piggybacking off of McIntyre and what they've been showing us on TV, how they're building him up, all the vignettes and stuff. Yeah, they do that for a lot of feuds and stuff, but they're giving you a little bit more. Like you said, is this a swerve now? Not 100% sure. We'll find out at 3 o'clock on Saturday. 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock. This starts at 1. I thought it was at 3. I think it starts at 1. 
It uh, says so, special so start time, 1 o'clock on Saturday. Uh, uh, so maybe at 3 o'clock, the main event's on it. No, I think maybe two, maybe a two-hour pre-show? Damn, Probably I not. scheduled somebody for an interview on my break time, technically. <laughs> so, ah, man, I'm batting 1,000 I think it starts at... It's one o'clock on Peacock. Maybe okay. Yeah. So so whatever time. Even if it it's starts. an hour pre-show, two anyway. o'clock. Yeah right. Whatever. So whenever it starts, I do I see Roman winning and retaining. Like I I hate to what what's what's the phrase here? I mean I I hate to say I'm fifty fifty because that, that oh hedging my bets here. So hedging my bets, um you know. I want to say that uh, you know Roman will retain, but you know I think Drew's going to take this one. Finally, um, they're going to have tons and tons and tons of pyro. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of pyro, at, like <laughs> absurd amounts. Like of pyro. a disgusting amount of pyro. <laughs> the sky is going to be gray. It's it's just going to be. And um, you know what do we do with Roman here? Where do we insert carrying cross? Well, where, Roman where? Roman just signed. The contract to where he's now part time, or is this summer schedule over? Like what? He's part time now. Okay, all right. Well, well, all right. So he's part time. So he'll show up when he'll probably take uh, extreme rules off and come back either in Saudi Arabia or um, at Survivor Series. But is he double champ? Uh, Is there an angle that they introduce on the tape SmackDown that it's going to be for one belt, not two? Um, There's a, they're also saying that Tyson Fury can show up. Yeah, they said I seen that today. They said Tyson Fury is gonna be there, but he's not gonna be doing anything like they originally wanted. Remember, they wanted Fury and uh, McIntyre. I think again. They did. Yeah, this was way back in the initial plannings of this, and now that's completely changed. So now let's put him into perspective. Now it's just there's so much that the WWE can do with this main event. You can either do two things. You can do the right thing, in my opinion, is to give the belt to Drew McIntyre, and you can give Roman Reigns the much-needed time off that he's kind of been owed to him for being champion for over two years. Right. Or you keep the belt on Roman, and you take it from there. I mean, remember, Roman can still be champion and not wrestle at pay-per-views. You can have Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross at the next yeah, pay-per-view. Yeah, but if Roman wrestles, it's got to be convincing. Why is he wrestling? Now, see, here's the thing. This whole storyline of the head of the table thing is all built around the championship. Now, what is the next wrinkle? What is the next development of his character without a belt? This is interesting stuff. I mean, this is territory that you know nobody knows about. Without the belt. Without the belt. Now, how does Roman adjust? Now he's entering another version of himself, right? Because mm-hmm. we have to keep reinventing ourselves every once in a while. He For has to be now. he has to be the superstar that doesn't have a title to make himself relevant. So this goes back to the conversation we had what last week about you know Brock is he in Brock Lesnar territory? John Cena, where you don't need it now, but it's still special. Like you know, where where are we? I think that Saturday we'll know when the next time we hit your radio waves. We'll be having a lot more discussion. And, do you uh, think that he's gained? Outline. Do you think that he's gained enough press and enough respect among wrestling fans to say that if he loses, he's going to be fine? I think so. Yes. So do I. Um, you know, now I, you know, the one thing I noticed. I mean, I haven't watched all those news things, but like, has Roman been like on TV a bunch of times? And like, you know, who's on TV more and doing? Whatever the Miz, 
Oh, yeah, because he's a personality. He's a personality. I mean, The Miz was just on Family Feud. He has his own show. He was in the celebrity softball game at the All-Star game. He called an NFL draft pick on day two, along with Baron Corbin and Mm -hmm. Titus O'Neil. Like, I mean, The Miz is everywhere, but, I mean, The Miz right now is locked in this interesting promo with Dexter Loomis and this feud with them. Um, but which I think is great. It's good. It's great. But you know, the question on the table, no pun intended is does Roman Reigns need this belt? Does he need this win more than ever? I'll tell you right now, the best way to book Roman to win this match is to have him win clean. Yeah, that is because if you, if you look at his past few matches, if Roman gets it, remember I told you Roman needs a clear cut win over somebody worthy you build you know, she's, she's, she's leaving so cute yeah she's she's out dude like a light mm. tom literally put his daughter in a sleeper hole and she's out <laughs> no. i'm gonna do the ref count and <laughs> see if her hand just falls down after three yeah this is good she's getting her nap in now good um roman needs a definitive win this is it if he does retain this is the win but then where do we go from here? That is the biggest question that needs answering on different levels from different superstars. Where do we go from here after Saturday? Drew, where do we go? Roman, I really need to well, know, especially Drew, with his status of being part-time. If Drew loses, then Karrion Cross is where he's going to go. Which, I mean, yeah, they, they which set makes, that up. Which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But if Roman... But two of them, if two Ro- guys still hanging in the... the yeah. The balance of the the title picture there. If Roman wins, and then you're gonna have Cross versus uh, Roman. That's the ultimate oh. Vince versus Triple H guy thing. The ultimate. And then yeah, but the I mean that's the ultimate. That's interesting because they have two heels. Technically, Roman is a heel, even though he's cheered like a fake on, on it paper. Can, it can work though. Yeah, but on paper, Roman's a heel. On paper, if you had to write your heels and faces, Roman's a heel. No, understand. Yeah. yeah. So. Yes, he is a tweener, but I mean, can you really get across with with Karrion Cross and Roman at Survivor Series? Because Roman's not going to wrestle himself because there's only one champion. <laughs> That'd be interesting if he did that. But are we saying that? I mean, this can go a thousand different ways. Austin Theory can cash in. I, I, you know what? I actually kind of forgot about that. So I'm. He is nowhere near this. Uh, well, maybe that's the swerve. Say if bro. this. Say if this happens. Oh God! Could you imagine now? I mean, he's supposed to be going through that thing with Gargano. That'll be his first whatever. I, I yeah. would Assume, but you know, he was he was up our, our ass on TV forever. And then he was with off with the briefcase, and now with the Vince switch, he's not. Which is smart. Which is a good ploy. I still think I, he's got to lose I the think, cash in attempt. I but. think Triple H still. I think Triple H doesn't like him. No, nah, I don't think so. No, either. I don't think so. Well, of course you don't. Do you like who's been appointed? Well, we had this conversation off air. Do you like who's been appointed over you in old regime? You're like, yeah, mm-hmm. no. I mean, they they You're can. Like, I don't see it. They could go this route. They can have Drew win, celebrating Pyro. Karen Cross beats him up. Mm-hmm. Theory cashes in, failed cash in. Drew still wins. So you're still setting up. You're still setting and up, you, and then you get the briefcase out of there. And yeah, you don't got to worry. And about you're still that. setting up Drew against Carrion at the next pay per view, which mm-hmm. is Extreme Rules in Philadelphia. Yeah, I believe tickets are Austin, still on. Austin Theory's out of the window, and now he can feud with Gargano, 
and Roman can ride to the sunset and take some time off until he wrestles The Rock at WrestleMania. Hmm. You might have to cool. Yeah, if if Roman loses, you're gonna have to cool him down. And oh, the yeah. only way to cool him down is to play into his schedule where he's just not around now until you that, really need him. That makes more sense with Solo getting involved now. He can stick to the Usos for now, mm-hmm. build up his character because to get thrown to the spotlight of Solo Sequoia, thrown into promos with Roman Reigns right now, that may be too much for him, and I think it will be. Yeah. Because if you notice, Roman Reigns hasn't had any big feuds with anybody like brand new, Mm-mm. right? Nope. All of his feuds have have been against tenured wrestlers. Yeah. He he hasn't had any NXT call up fucking feuds. No. Yeah, he hasn't wrestled against New Blood. No, he hasn't. That's the problem. You know, and which I think is a, another wrinkle and a new avenue that he needs to go down. Yeah, because I mean, honestly, he's supposed to be this kind of guy. The only person that he can Hulk wrestle Hogan levels, you know. Yeah. Pump the brake. I mean, well, I mean, as as, as much as we talk uh, about for, Hulk for Hogan, for 2022 era, I mean, it's a little I mean, different here, but night. If 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 I'm stuttering now. If Roman Reigns <laughs> to, to today, if, yeah. If Roman Reigns was Hulk Hogan level now, it would be ridiculous. Hulk Hogan yeah. was God back then. Yeah. I wanted to be Hulk Hogan. You know, 12-year-old me, do I want to be Roman Reigns right now? Probably not, just because there's a lot more... Wrestling's a lot different. Yeah. There's a lot of top guys now that you yeah. can follow and all yeah. this stuff. But it's not just the one no. being... Yeah, I mean, right back then the it was Hogan, Warrior, Hogan, Warrior, Warrior, Hogan. You know, and sprinkle in the occasional Mosh. heel. Mosh, yeah. But I think... That the WWE is going to really consider having Drew win. Just because I think it just opens up more avenues. I think that you can split the belts up now. It opens the book up, let's yeah, say. Yeah, it you does. Know, it doesn't. You, you know, so to to relate this back to other sports, right? It's like, what happens when you get in the red zone? Playbook shortens. Because yeah. you're running out of field. Give right? the ball to Marshawn Lynch. Go up, to, go up the middle. But instead they passed it. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah. We're, you know, you're in the red zone now. Now you only have a handful of plays because the the distance is too short. You're running out of field here. And, you know, with Triple H at the helm, no pun intended, um, you can now open up a playbook. Now you're playing from the 50-yard line. Mm-hmm. And you have the whole rest of the field to look at. That's what happens if you change the championships, I think. You took a bunch of penalties to go backwards, but then it opens you right back. Yeah, up. I mean, you're <laughs> you know? you're basically now. This is the last wrinkle I feel like in Vince's tenure. Yes, this, and I think I said this last week. This clash at the castle is the last. Is the last uh, leg of this 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 last this monster hurrah? Yeah. Now from there on, we don't out, need to respect Vince's abilities anymore. That's right. done. That's what SummerSlam was so, for. So then you can also think of like okay. Is the changing of the guard the new era of way of thinking based on the new regime who's in, in um you know, in Titan Towers over there? With going back to Drew, is this all Triple H now? Or with Roman retaining, do we keep some elements of the old regime? You can put it that way too. I mean, mm. however you want to think about it. It's still compelling. I mean I think Vince I think Vince's plan was to make Roman the champion for this long. And to have it for this amount of time. Yes. I think knowing what Triple H likes to do is he likes to be the shock and awe guy and do a lot of change. Mm-hmm. So I think that we're not going to see a championship tenure as long as Roman Reigns has had for a long time. You know what I mean? Because look, look at when he grew up, 
right? Triple H grew up in the Attitude Era. He grew up in the New Generation Era, right? Yep. There were a lot of times when that belt changed hands, like multiple times throughout the year. Yeah. Oh, we we oh, haven't oh, had multiple episodes. Yeah. yeah. We haven't had a new world champion in two years. Two years. You know how long that is? Two years? It's a long time. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, at the same time, you know, other people were in charge. You had to put different belts on TV and you're trying to get your product over. But two years having the same champion, doing the same routine, knowing the fact that, you know, it's tough. Roman's going to win. Is this the final straw for long title reigns? Yes. And then going absolutely forward, is. there's more of a like, it absolutely is. 200 day. Yeah. 300 day nothing past you know, the year for a while i mean for a while we never got anything past yeah but year. this is this is the problem for a while as a wrestling fan if i fell asleep 20 minutes before the main event started oh okay mm-hmm. i knew what was gonna happen roman yeah. reigns is gonna win yeah half the time is it with the usos the other half the time it's not right so back in the day that, so the that predictability little... factor yeah. was th- blown through the roof Every week I watch Monday Night Raw, I'm not. It's not predictable because I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's the biggest change. So we we've had a couple episodes based off predictability, and I think this is the last time that we can say the word predictability because Vince is done. Roman's going to lose. It's not predictable anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like just cl- here, finally yeah, close. Find the, the book. Chapter. Close the book. All right. Main event. Whatever. Liv Morgan against Shayna Baszler. I really hope that Shayna Baszler wins. I, I, gotta, I'm telling you. you take it off Liv. I'm telling you. The Liv Morgan is giving me vibes of the Big E title run. I've said it before and I'll say yeah. it again. A meaningless title run where it's basically pushed fan on you based. by the fans. Yeah. Fan-based. Right? Fan-based. But this is, goes back to Vince's point for many, many years. He's like, okay, I'll give you what you want. But then also, he also controls it, too. It's like, I'll give yeah, you what you want, and then I'm going to bury this guy. I think that he was testing the fans to see if they can get behind Liv. And I think... They already had. That's what I'm saying. Got I it. think more of the getting behind Liv was just to get her to be champion. Now, since she is champion, I don't think anybody cares. Well, you know what I mean? Because the fans, the, the fans are so fickle, and the fans are so... Daniel Bryan was right. Yeah, the fans are so invested in just proving that they're right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why Vince didn't give a shit. Yeah. Like, do you think Vince really cared about the fans? And do you think Vince really cared with the fans saying, oh, man, I know Liv Morgan's going to be champion just because you've been clamoring on social media? Yeah, I finally got my wish. Vince made her champion. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. But when he buries her and when he treats her like dog shit and look very weak in your first title defense at a major core four pay-per-view, come on. Yeah. That's a statement right there. That is a statement. And I don't want to hear the fact that Logan Paul and The Miz carried over time because I that's bullshit. Okay? That's bullshit. You know, if that was Vince McMahon's opinion of Liv Morgan, then he buried her just to prove the fans wrong. And that's what he did. Yeah. Has Liv Morgan really been on TV that much to the point where you say, wow, I really need to watch my television for Liv Morgan? I would love to watch Ronda and Shayna beat the shit out of each other. You want to talk about grudges? That's a huge feud right there. That's where the natural story goes. That's where it should have went. Hopefully it gets there. When Ronda made her debut at WrestleMania 31, guess who she was standing next to? Mm -hmm. Shayna Baszler and Um, uh, the uh, the tall uh, chick. Marina Shafir. Yep, Marina Shafir. The rest of the four horse women over there. Yeah. So I mean Jessamine Duke. Mm-hmm. 
simple as that. I don't think Liv should be champion. Yes, if you go back in their archive where Shane, you can get her Shane podcast. Shane is a killer. Who beats her? There's only one person, and she's not on TV. Ronda. Well, well, Who, Charlotte? Yeah. Oh, I mean, you know. I mean, I'm putting the uh, cart before the horse there. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I mean, Ronda beat. No one I can beat Charlotte. Ronda beat Charlotte. Liv beat Ronda twice in a wonky way. The first one on a roll-up, the second time was a situation with the referee. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could be seeing Ronda versus Liv again. Maybe Ronda shows up at Clash and gets involved. But for Liv to win clean on Shayna right now with the storytelling and trying to sell this elbow injury, they're, they're gonna get booed. It's 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 gonna go wrong. Yeah, I she, think it's gonna. Liv's go already wrong. getting booed. Yeah, but I think that it's really bad business to have her champion only to do what? Only to put Ronda back over on her like that? Then you're burying Liv as it is. If you have Liv lose now, mm-hmm. then she can still try to get the title against Shayna. But then you interject. See, that's why Ronda I, I don't think. This. I mean. This, we, we didn't know this way back when, but Liv was the right choice to win Money in the Bank. Absolutely. Just not the right time to cash it in. Yeah. Could have She could have benefited from a chase. And, she could have. You know, trying to get in there and insert herself at certain points. So this is giving you Big E vibes. Well, yeah. Yeah. Which, how, how we started this little how, segment how, here. how did Big E cash in? He I called a shot. Yeah. He babe roofed it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Bobby is Bobby defending his title? No, he's not. Nope. There's no uh, um, championship match. No. Nope. The the six women continental championship. Oh god, we'll get to that in a second. The the six woman tag. That's got to be co-main event. Has to be. Has to be. Uh, well, well, maybe not. I'd put that in the middle of the show. That could be an opener. Oh. That whoa. could be an opener. Whoa. That could be an opener. All you hear is, well. Seamus comes in and it's normally dark, so yeah. Um, oh, it's nighttime over there, right? It's five hours ahead. Okay, but yeah, so you know works. we always start with the tag team titles. There is no tag team titles, but yeah. what can start could be Ray and Edge against the Judgment Day. Are you sick of this feud? Are you tired of this? I, I mean, I'm t- just waiting for the payoff that I don't think I'm gonna get. You it's not gonna be what I want. What that Dominic's gonna join the Judgment Day? Yeah. But then that continues the story, isn't it, right? Isn't it interesting how Triple H is making Rhea the leader? I love it. Absolutely. You know love she's it. the leader. Yep. The, I absolutely. I mean love the, it. the 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 small the small tail signs of her being the leader is what? Her speaking more. When when they when they when they come out of the ramp, she's the last one. Mm-hmm. She walks in the middle. <laughs> the middle's the dominant one. Yep. You know what I mean? So And she and also as a leader, she's the one, yes, she's a woman, but she hasn't taken any bumps or anything nope. like that because there's nobody else involved. Yeah. So I mean, do, if, does she, does this if Beth an Phoenix thing? got involved, yep, then yes. Yep. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously. Extreme rules, do you think? You mm, pay that off at extreme rules. Yeah, you rules. could. But, I mean, obviously. It's going to continue. There's, yeah. there's no if ands, or buts about it. Obviously, the WWE is not going to have a man hit a woman on, on television like that, even though Randy Orton did RKO Nia Jax a couple Royal Rumbles ago. That was great. But um, She also took a. She also took another bump too she from did. Ray, I think. Yeah, Ray Mysterio six one nine. So, I mean, with Edge coming back for vengeance against Judgment Day, I kind of wish that this was just a Finn Balor Edge match mm-hmm. with a good stipulation. Like this scream to me, Hell in a Cell would have been nice <laughs> with Balor and Edge. Of course, but we're not going to get that. 
So we're going to result to a tag team match because you have Ray and Dominic's getting involved. Now you have Edge and, you know, do I see it as a pointless feud? I see it as a pointless feud, but I also see it as a feud where they have to have a big, like, season finale, like, blow off. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's got to end somewhere. It's going to, I think it's, it's going to, I think it's going to end with Dominic turning on his father. And then I think it's going to set up Dominic versus Ray at WrestleMania. And I think that's Ray Mysterio's last match. Wow. Oh, that's... Think about it. Okay. Think about it. It's in California. Ray's from California. Yeah. Like close to San Diego. Yeah. He's close to San Diego. It's, it's, in his, it's near his hometown. WrestleMania. It's going to be a mask. Oh, that's why Dom's growing out the hair. It's going to be a hair versus mask match. That's why he's got that stupid ass mullet. Sick mullet though. No, but I mean it. honestly, I think if I think Ray already called a shot about when he wants to leave. And I think this is good because Ray <laughs> he's still getting that attention that he rightfully deserves based off his history of his character. And he's right in the middle of the mid-card yet getting some of the later pre-main event vibes. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, if I'm Rey Mysterio and I'm going out with the success of my son and what he's doing, this could be Rey Mysterio's final year, and I think that he may go out on his back against his son at WrestleMania. He would totally do it. Absolutely. It's not a question of if, it's no. a matter of when. And I think he's doing all this stuff for his son, too, because his son is getting a lot of publicity off of this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I ultimately think that we he's saw a sign. Him, yeah. yeah, we ultimately saw this as a sign the other day when Rhea... You know, and him had that kendo stick mm-hmm. exchange where I think that Rhea's brainwashing Dominic to join the Judgment Day to make that group bigger. Yeah, with her thick thighs. Yeah. Big back. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, who I, wouldn't? I think that you're going to see her, him turn on Ray at which, Clash. Which is what we kind of thought we were yeah. going to see when, um, you know, after Edge speared him accidentally. Mm-hmm. And then the next week, you know, he wasn't about it. Didn't want anything to do with Edge. Yeah. My, my pick for this match is that as Judgment Day wins and I think that Dominic turns mm-hmm. and this is it I think this is it I think that R- Triple H with this being his first kind of main pay-per-view he's, he's going to want shock and awe moments yep. and this will be a shock and awe moment and then every t- every time that these two people you know you can stretch this Dominic and Ray thing for a while and have a culminate at Wrestlemania you're going to have to you're going to have mean, to we're I mean, technically in the WrestleMania is seven months away. WrestleMania is seven months away. You can build this up for seven months. Of course. So, build it up as Ray last match. Take it as it comes. It is what it is. Gunther. Good night. Good luck. Yeah. Gunther and Sheamus. To me, this is going to be a ridiculous match. This this would be the longest match of the night, in my opinion. I think this match would go between 20 and 25 minutes. Wow. He's going to give him time. These two guys are going to beat the living shit out of each other. It's going to be very good. Oh, man. You know Sheamus is going to eat many um, chops. chops. And, you know, he's pale, so he's going to be I bet you This Gun- guy's going to be bleeding. I bet you Gunther has a spot where instead of the 10, ten beats, it'll be 10 smacks. You know what I mean? That'd be awesome. That'd be great. Uh, out of the main event, that's the other match I'm looking I forward do, to. I do think Gunther's going to. With little hype to it it just it just sells itself i do it's just I, I do think gunther's Vince gonna would win. have never done that no gunther's never. gonna win though in my opinion yeah yeah that's fine gunther's that's fine. gonna the gunther's gonna win because they, that's fine they paired him against sheamus they also need to establish a next top level heel mm-hmm. and possible main eventer 
This, this is match is only happening to make Gunther a star. Yeah. And the other guy on the other side of the ring is the best person to put up against Absolutely. him we to make him Sheamus believable. Believability. Show. A guy that can do anything. You need him to be in a tag team? Sure. To be in a ballroom brawl? Sure. Right. You know, for him to take the pin against Drew back to back week? Sure. Is Butch going to become Pete Dunn again? Apparently this week he's dressed like Pete Dunn. <laughs> but he's called Butch. Baby steps here. Yeah, <laughs> take what you can get. So, um, I do think this match will be very intense. I do think Gunther's going to win though, just to build his character, like Alex said, for another top heel. Yeah. So I, I really think that that it, it needs to be the focus. So that's mm-hmm. why giving them a, as enough time, um, would be perfect. There's only so many matches on this card anyway. A match that we didn't even talk about yet was Riddle versus Rollins. Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins. Oh, it's getting heated. I love it. I love the exchange that they had. Oh, I love that the, too. The real life, uh, real life stuff heat. they brought in there. Yes. The Seth Rollins talking about divorcing and his kids. Oh, you know, God. that's tough. That is, that's a tough that, pill to swallow. Yeah, Matt now, Riddle had Matt, a, Matt Riddle's now being accused of like uh, other stuff now. Somebody was trying to put stuff up online. Yeah. It's just never ending. At the end of the day, just stay in your rooms. Like, don't even bother. <laughs> call room service. Call Uber Eats. Just don't get anybody. Don't don't go out in the public. <laughs> don't go in the wild. Don't go in the wild. Just stay and listen to us. Us jabronis ramble about wrestling. Um, the jabron squad. Who needs to win more? As far as... Riddle or Rollins? Rollins. So do I. Rollins because of his He's, track record in the last six to eight months. Rollins has been doing nothing but putting people over. Yeah. And I think it's time for them to get that back into the picture of, first of all, he still would imagine against Roman Reigns. Yeah, buddy. Yep. So if Roman loses or if Roman wins, you know there's your answer. Some, yeah. So Which if I'm Ro- fine with. So if Rollins wins and Roman give wins, me Survivor Series. Give me that Seth Rollins Series. against Roman Reigns. Yeah. There's our answer to see who's next. I'm fine with it. Okay. And that's why he's got to go over. Yeah. Now. So now match placement moves. We'll now does he eventually see Seth Rollins is the Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens are the two people I think one A one B as Triple H guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. He's he's he's. He's the guy. Uh, as we've seen, what was that? Uh, 2015. Finn Balor and Ciampa and Gargano are C, D, and E. Yeah. And Andrade's F, you right. know what I mean? Which, it, it's fine. You know why? Because that's the future of the business. It is. Yes, yeah, so some of those guys are uh, up there in age, but it's the future of the business. There is and a then lot of where, guys. where do we insert Cody here? You know? The whole Cody of it all. I that's mean. A, that's a big thing. Cody goes up against Rollins for... Uh, WWE Championship or At one Mania? of them. At Mania? Yeah. He wins, well, Cody's when they were a Rumble, hands down. Yeah. He's my early pick when they were a Rumble. Well, are they going to so are, are boo? Who? Remember, we knew that Roman was winning in 2015 in uh in Philly. Yeah. Booed out the building because they knew when Daniel Bryan I mean, was out. And Daniel Bryan is on record. He said it, that he told them when he went out there for that Royal Rumble. You, you got to put me in the match you, at least. Yeah. He wasn't even in the match. Yeah. Well, he was for a hot minute, and then he was out. He was right in the middle, and everybody thought, oh, we're getting Daniel Bryan, and he was out by 2021, and that was it, and that that place shut down. Mm 
Um, yeah, and he told Rock me came. he went back, right? If the Rock can't get you over, then you're fucked. Yeah, and that's when he went in the back and he was like, I told you not to do that. I told you it was a bad idea because that's when the crowd turned. Um, But, yeah, so do you insert Cody here with, you know, there, there's so many possibilities. Everything gets freed up once you free up these championships. Yeah. It's a little stale if you but don't. But, I mean, right now we would need Rollins to win against Riddle, Roman to win against drew right rollins to then beat reigns for the title and then you insert cody right so you need three steps before you get to make cody believable again and that's still a matter of five months or so is cody There's... rhodes a deb- uh, triple h guy yeah i yeah hey that's the throne breaker the throne breaker it's a lot of that's, that's a lot of uh apologizing right there what other matches are on the card i can't think of any other ones um. Well, we talked about Shayna. Mm-hmm. We talked about the women's match. Uh, we have the uh women's trios match there. I see this as a good way to get Bailey into the main picture to be a champion. Yeah. So I do see Bailey and her team winning, but Bianca they're, not taking the pin. Yeah. I can see Alexa taking the pin. Yeah. They're they benefit the most from this, and they <laughs> need to go over. Yeah. Um. So essentially, we have a lot of heels winning. That's fine. Yeah. Let it be a heelish pay-per-view. That's perfectly fine with me. But, I mean, everybody... Because you have Rollins, you have... If... Yeah. Well, if, if Rollins, all the heels win, then I, then I... So, obviously, we know what the main event is. If all the heels win, I think they're going to have Drew go I, over. I, I, think, I think... Is that fair to say? Yeah. That's a bad. good assumption. It is. That's it a is. really good assumption. Shayna, mm-hmm. the um, control, whatever Bailey's group is called. Um, we just talked about Seth winning. We talked about Gunther. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that lead. I don't. I think that's it. Unless so, I mean, they throw a shoehorn I th- something else. In I there think somewhere. that next week's episode of Raw is going to be huge. Yes, I think it's going to have the WrestleMania after Raw feel because this is Triple H's first pay per view where he has creative control, mm-hmm. and now he'll have the Raw after this event with creative control. So, I mean, I really hope everybody out there has a chance to watch this weekend. There's a lot of wrestling going on. There's Clash at the Castle Saturday. There's NXT and Worlds Collide on Sunday, mm-hmm. along with AEW All Out. So, I mean, this week to be a wrestling fan is huge. And then you wake up Labor Day and it's a holiday. Yeah. And then you're back into it. And then football starts. And then football starts next week. Crazy. Which is perfect for us because bills play on thursday so we, we will not be coming to you with the thursday night episode probably thursday during the day but in the meantime what you can do is you can listen to all of our previous episodes wherever you get your podcasts same as last week same as this week and as always same we'll be back to you next was. week yeah. same as it ever was you can download all those episodes like i just said wherever you get your podcast but you can follow us on social media at facebook and instagram at sunset flip radio you can email us at sunsetflippodcast at gmail.com. My daughter is sleeping right now, which is a good feeling. She she had some important things to say before in the 20 to 25-minute uh, part of the uh, episode, so thank you, honey. Uh, next week, she'll probably be joining us again with more information. But next week, we'll be giving you all of our breakdown analysis of all three of these events that happened this weekend. Who's going to show up in AEW? Who's going to show up? 
in WWE. Who's going to walk out as champion? Is Braun Strowman really coming back? And is The Fiend joining him? Oh, all we those didn't answers. Even touch on that. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Get my hopes up. All those answers okay. and more in a brand okay. new episode of Sons of Foot Radio debuting next week. But in the meantime, as always, I'm your co-host, one hundred the million dollar father, Mr. Thomas Lucy. Hey. Always joined with the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. We are Sons of Foot Radio. We are out for today. Brand new episode. We are out right now. And as always, peace, love, and wrestling. And if we don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Yurt.